It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. One year and one day after they made a blockbuster trade with the New Jersey Devils, the San Jose Sharks hosted Devils at SAP Center in their second and final meeting of the season. For Sharks fans, it's the first time that they'll see Timo Meyer in person at the Shark Tank since that trade one year and one day ago. Needless to say, Timo was a big topic of discussion this morning in both locker rooms, really. Head coach David Quinn talked about the impact that he remembers that Timo had. Uh, listen, he's a hard guy to defend because he's big and he's strong and he skates so well. So, you know, we're certainly aware of the type of player he is. Uh, we're not going to focus on one guy tonight. We've got to, you know, play our game and keep improving in the areas we need to prove on and keep building on the areas that we've done a good job in. For Meyer's part, he's excited to be back. Definitely feels weird being back for the first time. I spent a lot of time here and... Um, yeah, definitely special, so uh, it's going to be weird tonight, but you know, it's, a, it's an important game for us. Um, We've got to win, win a hockey game, and once the puck drops, um, yeah, straight business. But let's not forget that there were a couple of ex-Devils on the Sharks roster that are really looking forward to facing off against their former team, too. Fabian Zetterlin tells us who he's looking forward to playing against the most. Probably Alex Holtz and uh, Hischer, maybe. As for former devil Nikita Ochotyuk, he's got a different way to answer that question. Everybody, you know, I, like, I just like to play, you know. I don't see who I want to play or something. I just want to be there and play. It's always jarring to get traded for the very first time. Zetterlin told us how he reacted to it and how he's adjusted to it over the last year. Uh, I mean, it was different uh, to be traded, for sure. Uh, New team, new system, new everything was new. You know, I didn't know anything. Just, just to play hockey, and that was, uh, yeah, it was a hard time. But uh, I'm glad uh, I'm here right now, and uh, and yeah, playing against New Jersey tonight is just gonna be fun. Ochotyuk talked about how he's developing at the NHL level, which is not the easiest thing to do for a defenseman. I like the process. That's my biggest thing. Like you know, I like practices, like uh, workouts all this like routine and stuff so I enjoy doing this and even here you know when I have time just develop I try do my best learn something new work on myself try get better all in all Nikita says that he's enjoyed his time in San Jose and he likes the prospects for the future I mean it's good you know played a, a lot of games a lot of learning this year different level so I mean having fun just getting better every day and every day how long does it take to actually assess how well a trade went for an organization? Well, David Quinn and I were talking about that this morning. And in discussing this big trade with the Devils, we noted that Quentin Musty, a first-round draft pick, hasn't even arrived on the scene in pro hockey yet. And Zetterlin and Ochotyuk are still in the building process of becoming top-flight National Hockey Leaguers. Quinn told me how long he thinks it's going to take before we can really fairly and capably assess how the trade went. 
I would say three years. I think if you're honest with yourself, you give a trade three years to kind of, you know, sort itself out. Maybe a little longer from our end of it because the players are younger. And like to your point, Musty hasn't even played. We've still got another pick. Might be a first rounder. We may not see the benefits of that for another three, four years. So it might take a little time from our end of it to see how this plays out. But sure, we sure like everything we see so far. The Sharks are coming off a 4-2 loss against the Nashville Predators in which some things went right, but more things went wrong. That's why they lost the game, and that was what David Quinn was focusing on this morning and talking about where he thinks his club has to improve. We were happy with a lot of things we did against Nashville. We just didn't do them enough, and it's going to be similar tonight, and we've got to be better in the areas that we kind of cost us the game against Nashville. And, you know, I thought we played a little bit too slow too often. Um, we had a couple breakdowns defensively uh, that we addressed over a lot, uh, yesterday. So, and usually, you know, we were joking with Sturmey yesterday. Usually when we work on something we're better at the next day. So, you know, I think we'll, uh, we'll be better in those areas tonight. David Quinn knows that on both sides of the ice, there are going to be some motivated players going against their former team. Yeah, without question. I mean, there's always, you see familiar faces. It's something I'm sure you look at. When the schedule comes out over the summer, you know, when are you going to play the team that traded you? It's just human nature to have that feeling and, and maybe have a little bit extra uh, juice in games like this. The Sharks beat the Devils 6-3, to and that sounds like a blowout in New Jersey on December the 1st. But you've got to look back and realize that Kapo Kakinen made 44 saves in that game to get the Sharks off to a very important victory on what turned out to be a pretty successful road trip. Can the Sharks take anything from that game, even though it was so long ago? Yes and no. That was so long ago, and we're a different team, and they're a little bit of a different team. You know, we were very opportunistic, obviously, in that game. We spent too much time on our end. Our goalie played great. That isn't a formula that's going to allow you to have success night in, night out. You're going to have those one-offs. And I thought as, we, as that trip went on, we got better and better. Um, so, you know, we've... Uh, I don't think there's really a lot of correlation between that game and what's going to take place tonight. Lindy Ruff is on the other side of the ice as the head coach of the Devils, and he's someone that David Quinn respects more than any other bench boss in the NHL. He's got a great ability to bring everybody together, which I think is very important for a coach, especially a head coach. Uh, I was very fortunate to have him uh, when I took the New York job. Um, you know, I, I learned an awful lot from him. And, and, you know, not only professionally, but uh, as you've touched on, uh, you know, he's, a, he's, he's a great friend. One thing that Quinn talked about when discussing his opponent on the other side of the ice is that he's had a very special set of qualities that's allowed him to coach at this top level for so long. It's funny you asked that question. We, had, we were out last night and we were talking. He had one of his former players come watch training camp. And he said after one of the <laughs> sessions, the guy was like, Jesus, you've changed. You never <laughs> he said, you got to change if you're going to keep coaching in this league. I can't coach these guys the way I was coaching you. You just, you know, the biggest thing about coaching, it's not about you, right? I mean, the things you want to do, there are things that make, might make you feel good. It ain't about you. You've got to do things that are going to put your player in the next best position, have his next best shift or play well. And sometimes that is snapping at a guy and getting after a guy. But, you know, the only way that works is if you've built a foundation of a relationship which allows you to do that and there's not that animosity. You know, so and I think Lindy's really going to get a great grasp of that. And Quinn also knows that coaching against Lindy Ruff is a pretty tough chore. Well, he's got a wealth of knowledge and he's just got a great personality and connects really well with his players. I mean, he's got a really good feel for the room. Um, you know, he's got a great sense of humor and 
is uh, is a reason he's been one of the most successful coaches in this league. The Teal Report will continue from SAP Center in just a moment after this timeout on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. The Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Class of 2024 Enshrinement Ceremony, presented in part by KMBR 680, will be held Monday, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency Embarcadero. The star-studded Class of 2024 inductees include Patrick Marlowe, Brian Sabian, John Taylor, Jenny Thompson, and Chris Wondolowski. Tickets for this year's festivities are now on sale at bayshop.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in the office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and hit listen anytime. You can also find us on your computer by going to sjsharks.com slash listen. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Coming back to San Jose is always exciting for former Sharks, and there are two of them in the lineup for the Devils today. It'll be Timo Meyer, of course, coming back to San Jose for the first time since the trade, but it's not the first time that Chris Tierney has been back. He'll be playing on the team's fourth line. Besides enjoying the recent great weather here in the Bay Area, Meyer also reflected on his time with the Sharks, and he remembered players like Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe, who had such a great influence on him. When he found out that Joe Thornton's number was going to be retired, here's how Timo reacted. Incredible, um, having played with both of them. Um, I think very lucky coming in as a young guy and learning from guys like that, the way they behave off the ice and obviously the players there are on the ice. But just yeah, unbelievable guys that definitely deserve to be up there. They've done so much uh, for the Sharks organization and also... Like a young guy like me, I was able to learn a lot from them and, and, and kind of grow like that. Join Drew Amenda and me for all of the exciting action starting at 7 o'clock Pacific time. The Sharks and the Devils on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. That's the Teal Report today. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.